I don't, did you, I don't know, like, do you, there, she's out there. You're the Florida version of Sex in the City, JD. That's when I was smoking my cigar. <laughs> don't be an asshole today. It's Friday. Who needs a drink? Ah, you're ready. I know you're ready. Nice. This is the Sweet Potato Spirit Company. Oh. Toffee Apple Moonshine made in uh, handmade in copper stills. Ooh. This better taste like Halloween in a glass. You know what uh, I mean? That's what I think of toffee apple. Like but I want to show you that I tylered it up a little bit and I've got apple wedges in my glass. Ooh, nice. Yeah, because nice. I didn't have apple juice. Here we you go. Are... What do you guys got? Show me. I got the big Girl. scroll. As you know, I rushed home. Yeah. And I've, That's now downgraded, <laughs> I've downgraded from the solo cup to the mini Coca-Cola. Okay. <laughs> Classy. Okay. Well, uh, Nick, what do you got? I'm not drinking yet. Okay. Not it's a little yet. early there. I, I get it. Yeah. Well, it's never too early, but, you know, I'm just going to wait just a little bit longer. Day drinking this on a Friday. You know, this like is all I, I had time for the tiny little. This is a mini. I don't know if you you stay. Yeah, that's one of the tiny. <laughs> I like those. Yep. Well, I'm are, I'm doing this. I you know. How does it taste? Oh man, it tastes good. It's uh, that it's like, looks good. It's like sweet and toffee, and you just get a little hint of of apple that's in in the actual drink, but the fresh apple kind of hits your nose but wow yeah i'm i'm all for that that's delightful it's like fall is coming back it is like day. fall i know and you know today felt like that it was like like i don't it was close to 60 degrees today so i'm not complaining mm -hmm. but the minute mm -hmm. that the sun goes behind the trees and mm -hmm. it's, it's gone it just it drops it drops like right down. So tonight it's supposed to be something like 40, 42, 44. So the, wow. the evenings are so nice and cool that you still have that fall feel. And, you know, the leaves aren't back just yet. I, yeah. noticed, I noticed a little cherry bud, uh, cherry blossom buds coming in. So <laughs> they're coming. They're going to make my life miserable again this year. I, I battle with them. You know, for the last I'm a little years. jealous. I'm jealous. <laughs> it's hot here again. I know. Just hot. And it's going to remain that way probably till real fall. Till February. Late, till next Late February. fall. <laughs> yeah, next February. Right, right, right. I can't it's, complain. Like, I thought the weather was great when I was there. You know, like, even though it was like 82 or whatever, it was only like that hot from noon to two you know, and then it was gorgeous. In the evenings, you know, it was cool. It was windy. I, 
I spent like every night sitting out on my mom's back patio, mm-hmm. watching the palm tree sway. It was like <laughs> just it was so cool. So I have I have no complaints about the about the weather while I was there. I know that it's um you know it's turning a corner. It's gonna be yeah miserable from here on in, but you're next- gonna get rosy rosy yeah. out one of these days. <laughs> rosy yeah. in the air June, June. Can I just tell you, I am um, a little tired. You know, like I thought that I nailed the jet lag thing because I got this massive like 12 hour sleep the day after, you know, mm-hmm. I got home and, um, and I thought, well, you know, nailed it. I felt great the next day and the next day was okay. But like on the third day, I feel like it's back with a vengeance and I couldn't, I couldn't shake it. And then we had all these issues with the, the house alarm and then the smoke detectors. They were just the house alarm. We have never had hooked up. Mm-hmm. They don't want that monthly expense, you know? So the box is there and there's a little light on it, but we've never, we don't have a code. We don't set it. We don't use it, whatever. And I don't know what Gemma was doing in the meter closet, but she she bumped the the inside panel box that mm-hmm. goes to it, and it <laughs> the door fell off of it, and it it just started going off, and we were like freaking out. We're like, we don't we don't even have a code. Like, how does this in every button X check mark numbers one two three zero 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 one one one, and <laughs> nothing was working. It's so embarrassing because like you know, all our houses are so close together. We're right across from the flats, just a parking lot away. And my neighbors are right there and it's going off and I'm, the cats have like long left the planet. Like they, they are under the beds shaking. <laughs> so she Googled it and she figured out what the master code is to turn it off or whatever. And that was fine, took care of that. <laughs> but then later on, I think maybe she didn't have the panel like screwed in in the meter closet. So it fell off in the middle of the night it started going on <laughs> oh my gosh yeah and then the next day sound asleep four in the morning i hear the chirp and i'm like no that's not the house alarm again no no okay never mind all right never mind go back to sleep chirp i'm like nope nope and i had that phoebe from friends moment where i'm like oh my god this is the smoke detector like this is this is how this is going this is the smoke detector so I'm like, you know, it's just a chirp every minute or so. I can live with it. I'll go back to sleep. <laughs> Half an hour later, I'm still laying there. Chirp. And I'm like, what in the hell? <laughs> like, gotta get up and do something about this. Meantime, now I start hearing the creaks. Creak, 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 creak. And I know Gemma's now gone downstairs. <laughs> She's working on it. <laughs> He's got it unhooked on everything and it's still chirping. And it's the hardwired one. You know, the one that is like for code that's hardwired in and has it's the backup battery, but we can't get the compartment open where the battery is. So it's just continuing to chirp. Yeah, it was it was miserable. So by the time we finally figured that out, it was 6:30 and in, in the morning. And so I just stayed up. And then I thought, no big deal. And then Thursday, last night, completely forgetting that it was St. Patrick's Day. We went to go see Hannah Gadsby. We had to, these are all tickets. Like, remember two years ago when you were buying tickets to things because it was like, oh, right, this is great. Right. So, and then everything got canceled. And now <laughs> all those things are coming into play. So we completely forgot we had tickets and everything. So we go and we, um, 
me and uh, Gemma was working in London. So um, did you drop your can of Coke? No, I have to get my glasses. I can't really see today without them. So okay. I, uh, I'm going to edit. I will edit this as a No, leave it in. We love these clubs. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't see. My contact lenses are not really right yet. So, okay. Oh, there you go. I'm back. Okay. <laughs> so we, uh, we have these tickets and they're at the London Palladium. And I have not been into London in about three and a half years like just haven't gone into town between the pandemic and just not really digging it. You know, the crowds and everything, the hustle bustle is not my scene, but we got these tickets and we're going to go because we've seen her um, twice now. And I don't know if you, you saw that. I'm sure you saw the Nanette special on Netflix. Yeah. Right. And then you're completely aware of all the Netflix controversy with Dave Chappelle naming her in his thing or whatever and then her spitting back at Ted Saranos and so there was you know there was a little coverage of that but I was waiting for that like that was the main reason I wanted to go to the show <laughs> so we we me and Hazel took a car into London and um because there's been like weird tube strikes and outages and everything and you know the trains are not running the way they normally do so it's just easier to take a car and even though it's really expensive but Anyways, we get dropped off the Palladium. We meet Gem Gemma and um, this girl, Ashley, that she works with, who has been with us at the last couple Hannah Gadsby's. And we get a drink or whatever, and we hang out, and we see the show. And this opening act was uh, Grace Petrie, who I've never heard of. Yeah, like, she was great. She's, she was really good. Oh, my God. This little tiny, you know, butch, feministy, angsty, lesbian, her little... <laughs> vest and jeans and just kicking it like just I mean, <laughs> belting uh just a girl in her guitar like belting about the patriarchy you know so that was a great <laughs> opener um but it was you know to me it was like it was all it all felt um you know so weird being being around people in a crowd and everything I was like still wearing a mask like a jerk I don't care it was just too close quarters you know like not outside the whole show through the whole show you wore the Through mask? The whole show, the whole time inside the theater, I, I just felt more comfortable. But, mm -hmm. you know, once we were outside on the street and everything, even though it was crowded, it was outside, it was breezy, and I, I was okay with that. Um, but trying to get a car back home, not, you know, like doing the math and thinking it's St. Patrick's Day, there's a tube strike, and the trains are off. Oh, right, right. So... It was like we went through Bolt, we went through Addison Lee, and I, I think we ended up with an Uber, which was really shocking because that was the one we figured would not be available. <laughs> yeah, all the other ones were full, like super full, and we ended up, you know, having to wait a little bit, but um, what are you going to do? <laughs> you got to get home. So, <laughs> so it was another late night, and then this morning, because my patio was done, I had, and it was sunny and nice, had that itch, like I got to get I got to sweep, you know, because they use mm -hmm. this pretty mm -hmm. route. So I got to sweep it all off. And then I want to put everything back and get it looking like super, super nice. And <laughs> then I was just out there for like, well, then I started weeding and then I started, you know, moving things around and changing things and everything. And the next time I'm like, oh my God, the whole day, like I've been out here all day. I didn't even get a nap. And now I'm drinking. If I fall asleep, will someone just end meeting for all? <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm I'll tap on the thing. <laughs> um, 
Oh my God. So catch me up on Nick. You're wearing a hat. You just didn't feel like doing your hair or you weren't really no. happy with the haircut. Okay. Yeah. Didn't feel like doing my hair. It's just one of those days it's Friday. So, you know, just <laughs> kind of relax a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's gotta be a little bit nightmarish for you with all the awards things like this big cumulative ending to, you know, the awards. Season. Oh gosh. I'm ready for it. You know, <laughs> I'm so ready for it. It's been the longest award season it has. ever. It does. And does it feel like coverage has really expanded? Like all of a sudden I'm like, who gives a shit about the Critics' Choice Awards? Like we never made a <laughs> over the like what? the Golden Globe, the Critics' Choice, the SAG Awards, the People's Choice Awards, the Emmys, the Daytime <laughs> Emmys, the Technicals. I, I don't know how you're managing it. I really don't. Yeah, there's a lot. And there's um, two awards tomorrow. They have the Producer Guild Awards tomorrow. And they have, um, it's the Cinematographers Awards are tomorrow also. Oh, they, wow. they just have all of these awards happening and the coverage has just been insane. Everybody's just been obsessed over it. So are you like, are you factoring in what's, what's, you know, raking them up and then that's how you do your Oscar picks or you're just like, these are my Oscar picks. I don't care who's won anything beforehand, but these are my Oscar picks. So there, there are some precursor awards that usually are good for determining who's going to win, like the SAG Awards, you know, whoever wins those are typically going to go on and win an Oscar for their performance. Um, the same with like the Producers Guild, usually whoever wins that is going to win Best Picture. And so it's like those Guild Awards are usually the ones that really tell us, but it's like the Critics' Choice Awards and the Golden Globes, things like that, which, you know, don't really have a huge, you know, impact on the race and what's going to happen Oscars night. And yet people will like nitpick at them and they'll still say, oh, you know, because this happened, it's right, right. Right. And it's, just, it's too much. It's crazy. It is. And then I like, I don't know, maybe you know that you should know this. The ones that are like guild awards, you know, um, are those picked by peers or by the, the, the board of that guild? <laughs> so it's picked by peers. It's typically um, the same people who are in the academy and they're in those different branches of the academy. Okay. That's good to know. I feel, I feel a little better not with that. I feel like I can I can spew some knowledge now, <laughs> but I um, I don't know I haven't really seen any of the ones that are in the race I don't think this year I really haven't seen them you know like and I feel bad saying it because I know everything is available through streamers but I was fucking busy man. <laughs> It's been having a life, you know. <laughs> Do you have your favorites, Nick? Like, how are you at picking, like, predicting who is going to win? Well, um, I'm, like, constantly on Twitter, so I'm always, like, staying up to date on who's, like, leading everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm really rooting for The Power of the Dog. That is, like, my film. Aww. <laughs> what in the hell with Jane Campion? Oh yeah, that though. Yeah, her speech at um, it was the Directors Guild Awards. Um, no, she it kind was, of she kind of trashed Venus and Serena, right? Yeah, she 
like I still don't really understand exactly what she meant by it either but oh, I totally did. like mm -hmm. I, I I feel like she was she was not reducing them you know to just being athletes that have to you know that don't have to play men whereas she has to compete against men yeah you know what I mean like I, I feel like that's what she she said especially because it was like a King Richard reference you know yeah like that and and you know to think that she rose above what sam elliott said you know yeah. she kind of rose above it or she met it i would say she kind of met it head on and it we could have just drawn a line under it it just didn't make sense why she said it in the first place you exactly know, it's like it exactly there was no, yeah course. there was no call for it whatsoever there were none yeah yeah it was one of it, those moments where i i kind of i hope i sincerely hope that in her head she's playing it back and saying i wish i never said that <laughs> she's she's come out and she's apologized for yeah. it um so she's she's had her little mea culpa but it, uh, it was so funny because you know at one awards show she was talking about you know she was talking about sam elliott and she was going up against what he said and then unless and she had every hours, right i don't you agree she had every right to, oh, to say something yeah. about he was yeah, pretty Sam Elliott. I don't even know why. <laughs> and did you know that he spoke out against 1883 also? No. The thing yeah. that he started. <laughs> I was gonna yeah. say, wasn't he in that? <laughs> and um he was talking about that in Yellowstone and how um, you know, they're not like basically what he was saying about the power of the dog is they're not realistic. And right. it's so funny. It's Fruitless like the, cowboys walking around in fucking chat or whatever, yeah. alluding to homosexuality. He was pretty <laughs> right with his thoughts. Was. What did he say um, about Yellowstone in 1883 that that wasn't realistic? Yeah. yeah I thought 1883 was the most realistic thing that I've ever seen in a period drama ever. Well, my whole thing is, it's like, why is he like the leader of this type of, you know, authenticity when it comes to right. us? Like, like, excuse right. me, Mister, the first time I saw you, you were playing a lifeguard. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that was where I first remember, you know, the uh, uh, watching it on HBO and him with the long yeah, John Travolta right. hair, right? And the big <laughs> handlebar mustache playing a lifeguard. So... so I mean, why doesn't he pick on lifeguards? Like he's just all of a sudden he's done three, he's done pretty much like three big time West. Like the ranch was pretty Western, you know, it was very Republican based humor, but, you know, being challenged by Ashton Kutcher's oh. character, you know, he, I mean, Sam Elliott was hardcore in, in that, but, you know, and, and then 1883, like, I just, I don't see why he would have an issue with that script whatsoever not at all but i don't yeah i don't he's think he's got the mustache be. he's got the mustache and the voice for those movies so yeah the craggy right you know like that's the whole thing i think that he maybe believes maybe he believes that he's like a cowboy you know what's so funny do you know where he came from you know where he was born he grew up in Sacramento, California. I was going to say Malibu. I was, okay, I was going to uh, say Malibu. Yeah. That's where yeah. he lives now. He lives in Malibu now. And it's like, you've been in California like your whole life. What are you talking about? Uh, right? You mean Talk it's to not me like when Texas you, when you, or 
Oklahoma or Texas or something yeah, like that. Yeah, talk to me when you really do own a hundred thousand acres in in Montana, <laughs> you know, in Yellowstone, right? Montana. Montana. Right? God, <laughs> unbelievable. But I hate that that kind of stuff mars this the the achievements. You know, like yeah. that, so yeah. that's what the press picks up on. They don't pick up on the on the other accolades or you know, the fact that this just won an award, they, they pick up on these stupid little sound bites and that's ends up getting all the attention. It's true. That's so true. That's yeah, that's ridiculous. So, Hey, don't say gay. Um, (laughs) everybody is like, I don't know if you guys follow, do you know who Frank DeCaro is? Nick, Mm -hmm. you must know. You don't know Frank? No. Okay, so he used to be on the Daily Show. Um, way back when John Stewart was doing it, he had like a little segment on the Daily Show. Then he had um, a talk show on Out Q uh, Radio on Sirius XM or whatever with um, Doria Biddle, and uh, he's a comedian. He's a comedian. He toured with Lisa Lampanelli. Um, oh. And his husband, <laughs> his husband Jim Colucci, is um, is a television critic, and he he wrote the book like Golden Girls Forever or whatever. It's been really making rounds. There was even like a Golden Girls cruise and everything, <laughs> and he does book signings and all that kind of you stuff. The actual here, they, Golden Girls, the actual Golden Girls, the, the show? actual yeah. He oh. did like the behind <laughs> the scenes interview. He's doing one on the Love Boat next. Um, so anyways, I, I follow Frank and I just, he's just the funniest thing ever. And so now he goes on these, in these uh, kind of like these arcs on Facebook where he'll, um, he'll post like your drag. He wrote a book about drags too. And so he, he does this like hashtag your drag moment of the day. And he finds like straight celebrities dressed in drag and he'll post them. Like here's your straight, you know, your, your, your drag moment, whatever of the day. And so now he's on this, like, you know, like, let's say gay, you know, <laughs> like, let's say gay. Don't forget to say gay. Hey, it's St. Patrick's day. Don't forget to say gay. <laughs> everywhere. There's just, I mean, I love the fact that there's like, now it's the whole say gay has become a movement against the don't say gay bill. And I'm like, I'm here for it. I'm, I'm, Gay, 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 gay. <laughs> gay. <laughs> I just want to no. walk around saying it all the time. Oh. It doesn't matter because I'm not in Florida, though. So I just. Oh. <laughs> well, it's funny that you mention it because you know my first news item that I was going to talk about was actually about Walt Disney and you know their response to the Don't Say Gay Bill. So I don't know if either of you have heard, but um, the Disney, Walt Disney Company, they're under fire because of them supporting uh, the Republicans who are, you know, pushing the Don't Say Gay bill into law. So yeah, like, what was I going to say about it? But yeah, they were donating to the sponsors of it. And, you know, what we know about the bill is that, you know, basically teachers and students can't discuss anything that has anything to do with queerness when it comes um, to their time in the classroom. I just want to say that I read part of the bill. I I did not make my way all the way through it, but somebody had posted a link to the actual bill. And it really seems directed at 
uh, I want to say, um, what, I, I don't know what you guys call it, primary, middle school? Mm. Middle school? Like it seems to be like kindergarten through middle school. They're, they, they're very worried, you know, about their kid catching gay if they say it or something, you know, when they're little, but it doesn't really seem to address it from like say sixth grade through graduation. They don't care at that point. You're my, you know, you're on your own. <laughs> but I did notice that it, it seemed very um, focused on, on middle school, which is a shame because if you're a little kid and the kid next to you has two dads, are you not allowed to ask questions? Is that, yeah. kid, is that kid not allowed right. to say, I have two dads or I have two moms? Right, right. Like, what is well, that? I don't, I don't know if either of you watched Last Week Tonight with John Oliver, but you know he was talking about this and about the bill and you're right like they the people who are pushing this bill forward are talking about how you know it's really focused on younger children when of course um it can still apply to people who are in high school or um after a certain grade you know it can still apply to those teachers so it is really focusing on everyone in the education system in Florida. Right. But, um, you know, that's a good point that you brought up because what he was talking about and something that we all know is children, they love to ask questions. You know, that's the thing. It's like, that's what children do more than adults is ask questions. Right. And so what happens if there's a queer teacher or there's a student with, um, dads or two mothers you know and they're not going to be able to talk about that and these children are going to be basically told they can't ask these kinds of questions and they're going to know right. that there's something wrong and they're going to think something right think something's wrong you know yeah. yeah that's the whole i that and that's that's the worst part of it is that you know it's really um you know putting them in this spot to feel shameful about it you know number one yeah and and it's taking away um, a teacher's ability to normalize it, help normalize it. Yeah, it's yeah. almost like amplifying it instead of just letting it be. It's like making it a thing. Yeah, what it just be like normal if someone if a kid wants to ask yeah. a question. Now we're making it a big deal. Right. They, right. It's making it worse, actually, in my opinion. Like it's making it more of a thing. Totally. Especially yeah. where kids are concerned, because they probably wouldn't. They would probably maybe ask a question or two and not really think that much into it, you know. Like yeah, just, they're not the ones making the big deal out of it. Like they just right. want to her, you know. Right. The thing with right. kids is you can tell them anything. Like this is one of the reasons why I don't want children is because I feel like I would be doing a lot of social experiments on them, you know. <laughs> like if they ask, you know, questions, just give them like a dumb answer and go, oh my god, they just like accepted that answer. Um, so yeah, that's one of the reasons why I, I really shouldn't have kids because I would do that a lot. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, that's that's the thing. It's like you know, when it comes to children, it's like yeah, they'll ask these questions, but it's like they don't mean anything by their questions. They're just curious oh. to know. And, right. Yeah. You know, there, there's this innocence surrounding children where it's like they don't have these preconceptions about, you know, bias and about bigotry. Here we are giving him them. 
here we are giving them those pre, you know, those. That's what exactly. happens. Yeah. All right. So we got, we got nine minutes. We must have news. We must have better news than this. Yeah. <laughs> so um, at the BAFTAs, another award show, you know, can't get away from award show either. That's mine, yeah. right? The yeah. The, the that's British. Yes. Okay. British Film and TV Awards. Yep. <laughs> so Emma Watson was a presenter at the BAFTAs. And you know who Emma Watson is, Jay? Yes, I do. Okay. Just make well, I you, should, know right? Emma you, got, you got Harry Potter fans in the in your family. Yes. Okay. okay. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler was a Harry Potter fan. Sorry, Nick. <laughs> the very own Tyler was little Harry Potter. Oh yeah. God, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no, you know, we're Harry Potter fans, but um you know, so she was introduced as a witch when she was going to present an award because of course she played a witch. And she went up there and she said, by the way, I'm here for all of the witches. <laughs> and, and obviously that was a dig at JK Rowling because yes. JK uh, is very yeah. trans. So mm. that was the big news about the Baptist. Yeah, that 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 got yeah. around over here, man. I'll say I, even <laughs> Hannah Gadsby mentioned it in her show. Oh, she did. Oh, I love that. Yep. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. So that was the big thing there. That was big. And that looked like a beautiful venue, by the way, that you were at last night. I saw one of the pictures. The Palladium, you had. yeah, that was. Yeah, wow, yeah, that was awesome. That is a gorgeous venue. We were there for uh, Chelsea Handler, mm -hmm. um, and somebody else, Gemma, just reminded me, and I was like, "Oh yeah, we've been here a couple of times," and I, that was where Adele did an evening with Adele in London. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was at the Palladium too. You know, the thing of it is, is it, 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 they can change it on a dime, you know, like it looked like a stand-up comedy show last night, but then when you saw it on TV, when you watched the Adele concert, you're like, that's the Palladium? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was good to be back there again. It was nice. It is a beautiful venue. Well, Very since cool. you mentioned Hannah Gadsby again, my, I have a pillow that actually has a quote from Hannah Gadsby. <laughs> it's it's backwards of course oh right 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 <laughs> yeah, but like, there's nothing stronger than go ahead yeah there's nothing stronger than a broken woman who is rebuilt oh, yeah. herself exactly yeah that's beautiful yeah. that was that was from nanette wasn't it it was yeah. we saw that we saw douglas that was the the second one and um i do not after the remarks that she made last night, I'm thinking that this one will go to Prime, probably not Netflix. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, she, this one was, um, there was no like feministy. I mean, it, a little bit, like, I think that's why she had Grace Petrie open for her because she was trying to keep hers a feel good show. Like she would keep saying it and then she would veer off and get like something, you know, something would go and she would be like, feel good show, feel good show. Um, she was basically uh, talking about her relationship and how she got married, like during the pandemic and everything and to her producer um, and how they met and how it, how it happened and all that. And, you know, like just going off on all the different side stories that goes along with something like that right? and the broken right. leg, foot, <laughs> which looked extremely painful. Like mm. I did not know how she did it. I mean, she had a crutch. 
and she mm-hmm. had one of those big big walking boots on mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah she just looked so unstable like I kept worrying that she was gonna topple over you know <laughs> but you know she she did good she stayed right near the stool at all times like she didn't go off in any directions or anything but um mm-hmm. she had this one analogy and I cannot stop thinking of it because I, it was like so me and Gemma, like I, I was saying this in the car on the way home. She was saying how after watching the Olympics, she realized that her relationship was a lot like curling. Like she just goes off and just kind of winds around and spins off in different directions. And her girlfriend's there to sweep and <laughs> back. <laughs> that is it. It's so perfect. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead, Nick. We got time for another one. <laughs> oh, yeah. So more politics, you know. Okay. He uh, loves his politics. Yeah, <laughs> terrible because I don't follow as much. That's why I don't have a lot to. Uh, she follows the Hallmark Channel. Yeah, okay. it's twenty. It's it's fake politics, fake mayors, fake fake. Um, you know, right? The mayors yep. of the town and the fake fake anyway. mayors <laughs> and council yeah, people, fake council more. people. Fake, yeah, fake towns. <laughs> I like that a lot more than what's actually happening. So I'm right here with you. Yeah. But this is actually some good news, you know, because as we know, there was the uh, legislation that was being put through in Texas and how um, basically what was being proposed was a governor's order to investigate any gender affirming care as child abuse. Right. So parents of trans kids were going to be investigated and could get arrested for child abuse. Right. For child abuse if they were helping their trans child. Mm. Right. But in some good news, a Texas judge um, last Friday (laughs) has issued an injunction against it. that would basically say that the governor was overreaching the scope of what they're um, able to do and basically handed, you know, the opponents of that bill a temporary victory. Yeah, so, 100%. I, yeah, we won't be investigating was... at the moment. So that is good mm. news. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Texas is really like living in the handmaid's tale. I don't even understand like how anybody could I wouldn't even want to travel there, to be honest. I wouldn't even want to travel there. It's just not good. <laughs> no, yeah. I think Lizzo, I don't know how familiar you both are with Lizzo. The, um, Love yeah. Lizzo. Yeah. Her new show's coming yeah. up soon. Yeah. And so she was going to perform in Texas and she mm-hmm. went out against, you know, the different bills that they're proposing. And so that's how I would be, you know, if I were performing, I would just not go there. I would take all my business out of Texas. Right. Is yeah, she I mean, cancel? I'm sorry. Did she cancel no. her show? So I know that she came out against it, but I'm not sure if she has canceled it yet. I'm but, thinking she will. <laughs> yeah. She's pretty because, she's pretty like, you know, do your own thing, uh, kind of speak out. She got a new show I, about picking her backup dancers. Uh, yeah she does i can't wait i can't wait uh, for that. she likes yeah, the big girls she got all the big girls have you seen her video where'd my phone go where the <laughs> hell my phone go so funny how she lo- loses her phone 
It's the funniest song. Yeah. And she's got all That's the backup great. dancers. Yeah. <laughs> I still think of her and Oprah singing at the Adele concert in the, at the Griffith Observatory with Oprah singing all the wrong words. And Liz were right next to her, nailing every word and every beat. <laughs> How are these two even friends? <laughs> yeah. That's too funny. Well, that's that cool. I mean, that was, you know, that I like to end on a positive note. And I feel like that was as positive as, as it can can get politically, you know. Yes. For <laughs> how it is right now, yes. <laughs> Well, I'm, uh, I just want to give you guys a really quick heads up because we only have about a minute. Um, mm -hmm. but I am working on getting us Frank DeCaro, oh. Nicole Payson, and Melissa Farrick. Oh, so if wow. Those, if, those three, um, if those three get back to me, we're, on, we're, we're ready to rock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on my people too, but no one gets back to me, Denise. I think because Janice Ian's caretaker probably isn't checking her mail. <laughs> no word from Janice yet. Ah. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. All right, you guys, I'm going to pour me another one of these. Yes. And it's then joy. I'm right. <laughs> it's so lovely touching it. Like, never stop chasing your dreams. <laughs> Uh -huh. There, that's see, see. <laughs> we drank way too much whiskey.